0: Hi, I'm Carlyn Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell Team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. I don't like the term fail forward. Now I know everybody just went, what? Because that has become a very popular term, hashtag. There's even an organization um, that turns, and they talk about turning insights and turning risk taking and turning all those things into, you know, how do we take that and learn from it and move forward. And I honestly I think the the thinking behind it and what they're trying to accomplish is a good thing because I'm a huge believer in risk taking and I have no problem with taking risks and if things go wrong, oh well, we learned. It's fine. Let's, you know, figure that out. Let's again, I guess, move forward in a way. However, here's where I'm I'm struggling. Because we are such a culture and a society of you're either right or you're wrong. It's either pass or you fail. I think people are taking the term fail forward as almost an excuse. Like if something goes wrong, hey, we're just going to move forward. Just keep moving. Just keep going. And then everyone like rallies and everyone cheers and that's great that we're making everybody feel better. But honestly, it's almost making it sound like to me, oh, let's just give everybody a participation trophy and we'll all move forward together because yay us, we, we, we're just, we're learning. So at least we're taking risks. Yay. But that's great. You're taking risks. That's great. You're putting yourself out there. However, you're not going to have like, you're not going to not fail or have good things happen if you don't Just take a moment to kind of figure out, well, what did go wrong? And let's sit in that for a minute and be okay with assessing the issues. And I think, at least what I'm saying from my point of view, I think that sometimes people feel so awkward doing that because they don't want to point fingers. They don't want to, you know, be open and honest in an environment where something's a group project and it's a cross-team or cross-functional type of thing. It's like, oh gosh, that's uncomfortable to talk about what went wrong. And then, or then sometimes people do point fingers when it really isn't that person's fault. And then everyone gets in this really awkward place. So instead, we just ignore it and we don't have the tough conversations. We don't actually pause, regroup, and assess what could have gone better, what, what we could have done differently. Um, Or in some cases, I think it's just we try to gloss over the failure because we don't want the higher ups to see what really went wrong. So we just kind of dance and dog and pony and accentuate the positive because here's what went right and yay us. And in reality, it's like I feel like it just it's a spinning wheel. It goes into a full loop of just, you know, over and over again. And um, you're not really learning anything from what you just tried to do. It made me think about, when I was thinking about failing forward, again, the notion of participation trophy. So I played softball from the time I was about nine, uh, all through high school, uh, from competitive teams, traveling teams, to varsity softball in high school as well. And, you know, the best coaches that I had were not the ones that ne- beat you down for your failures, like if you struck out, or I was a pitcher, so like if I walked too many people or something happened and I would get so down on myself, the best coaches weren't necessarily the ones that were like, shake it off and that's okay. And that's fine. Don't worry about it. They were the ones who were like, Hey, I'm here. I got your back. How about dropping your shoulder a little bit back and then moving, flattening your bat a little bit so you can get a better swing at this particular picture pitcher. Or how about when you're pitching, you know, just don't even try to throw junk, just throw it straight up down the middle. Like we'll get out of this inning. It'll be okay. Like the best coaches to me, came and gave me like a positive tip and a positive like, hey, maybe let's course correct a little bit. Let's try something a little bit different um, to see if that's going to help your next move. Because honestly, like the other coaches I had, again, throughout the years that were just like, shake it off, rub some dirt on it, no problem, it's okay, and wanted to give people participation trophies, that didn't make me feel any better. And it certainly didn't help correct my actions of what I might have been doing in the moment or help me get better at something. Um, So for me, that just didn't feel like it was helpful. And I feel like that that's translating a lot into our corporate cultures, our organizations, our work environment. Hey, again, I'm all for we're in a 1.0 world. I love it that we innovate, we try something new, we test, we take risks. But then let's take a pause and like actually assess what did go wrong and see that if you course correct, and we can detour that... Sometimes it's a really good destination that you end up in or even sometimes better rather than just trying to jump forward so quickly without taking that moment. All right, so let's get into some sips. Sip number one, when something didn't go as planned, and that's quote unquote failure, but I much prefer saying, hey, that didn't go as planned because I think failure is such a weighty word. Anyway, just pause. Pause when something happens. Think about it this way. When you trip and fall, do you just jump right back up and start running forward again? Chances are no. If you skinned your knee or you might have twisted your ankle, you might need to clean a wound out. You might be crying and have to sit for a moment from the pain until it goes away. And then, yes, eventually you do get up and you start either hobbling along forward or hopefully you can get up and start walking if it's you know, a bruised knee. In any case, when you trip and you fall, You got to pause and you have to stay there for a second just to figure out, okay, what is it that's wrong? How do I treat it? And then how can I then keep going? And maybe I learn not to put that toy there on the floor that my cat was playing with or look down a little bit more and make sure the sidewalk doesn't jump up and try to get me again. Just kidding. Um, But that to me is what you need to do is just, just pause. And again, it's not sitting in the muck. It's not sitting in the yucky place. I just think it's, it, yeah, it's uncomfortable and sometimes painful, you know, but that is where you will learn and grow from that. And that is where you can really make sure that whatever your next step forward is, is going to be more thoughtful and more careful as opposed to just rushing past the quote unquote failure. Sip number two, except that hindsight will always be 2020. This always gets me. When you have those after action reviews or postmortems or whatever you want to call them depending on where you work. I think it's awesome to build evaluation into everything and to look at metrics and to see how things went. Absolutely. But I also think we have to temper it a bit to say yeah, of course hindsight's twenty twenty because now that it's done, we could see what we shoulda, coulda, woulda done differently. But none of that you would have been able to absolutely plan for. And I think this is what a lot of companies do is they work, they try so hard to think about every single possible scenario and contingency plan and contingency plan that then they have like analysis paralysis and then they don't make a move at all and they don't have any speed to market. And then they wonder why we're behind the times or whatever. Instead, recognize it. Yeah, your hindsight—it's always going to be 2020. There's always going to be something you could have done better, differently, quicker, anything, and that's okay. That part of it, to me, is okay to pause on and say, let's just recognize it and let's accept what maybe we didn't plan, or hey, that was different, or that was new, or well, we didn't think that that would resonate so much with people, but great. Let's take note of that and then let's apply it next time. Just know that you have to keep some of that in into just, you know, the subjectivity of it all. Um, You can't completely plan out every scenario. In fact, me being the activator that I am, I'd rather just throw jello at the wall and kind of just, I mean, not like haphazardly and see what sticks, but I would rather just do something and see what happens and then afterwards it's like all right well that didn't work or that worked or here my hey let's try this a little different let's tweak that a little bit more but at least you pause first you don't just keep throwing things at the wall and see what sticks and then never stop and actually evaluate or course correct but truly I mean we gotta like stop realizing that we're going to be able to figure out every possible scenario because guess what people are unpredictable I don't care how much analytics you have. I don't care how much research you have. I don't care how many focus groups you do. People are inherently unpredictable. And that's both fun and maddening at times, right? But I think that we forget about that. We think that we can absolutely know what's going to happen. And that's just not possible. So accept it. All right. Last sip. Failure is also in the eye of the beholder, you know, sometimes one's failure, quote unquote failure, is another's proud moment. I think, I might think something, wow, that launched really, really well. But somebody else might be looking at another particular part of a of a campaign or a project or, or whatever and say, no, that didn't go well. And so I think sometimes it's really, really subjective when you think about like what went wrong and what didn't um And so I think we also have to keep that in mind too. And again, don't get in the finger pointing game. It's not about that. It's about looking at different aspects, and different people are going to care about dis- different aspects of something. And uh, I think when you come in together as a r- in a room, and you can hit that pause button when those moments happen, that's when you can get more understanding from people. Have those conversations and comfortably about like, well, what do you think could have done better? And the really important part of those conversations, too, is just removing the personal part out of any of it. None of it should be felt personally. None of it should be personal. And it's not about that. It's about looking at the work and looking at the situation and what happened. But it's so necessary or you're not going to figure out how things could be better in the future. Look, innovation doesn't happen without risk. And risks sometimes work and sometimes they don't. I just don't think we should give everybody a participation trophy and gloss over when things go wrong. And we really, really do need to pause and have those tough conversations or uncomfortable conversations and assess in order to move forward with new insights and new understanding. I personally would ha- rather have a few winning games with my team than a whole trunk full of participation trophies. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow leaderships Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.